This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, I'm in the barn with Chuck. Mm. Uh, Chuck. Let me think about who this could be. I know you know. Chuck. Barry with an A. (laughs) It's Chuck Barry. With an A. And we are drying the beef. Hanging the beef out to age. I guess. You're aging the beef. You know, great. This should have been you. Because I, the whole time, am sort of like following him around and like holding this beef or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. And I like... Want to know, but I don't want to ask a question that makes it so clear that I don't know. So I'm going like, man, this beef will probably be ready once it's dry, right? And he kind of just keeps laughing, going like, yeah, right. You're funny, man. Yeah, you're funny, man. Hey, I like that, man. But I'm seriously very confused. I would just say it's lucky you were with Chuck Berry with an A because... Dry aging the beef for Chuck Berry with an E is a totally different thing. Oh, really? That is so nasty. Oh, good golly. So, do you want to tell me what you mean? He, so I guess to like prepare for different, he was like into all this like weird stuff. And so he would take a hair dryer. Mm hmm. And dry age his own beef for hours. Okay. Hours and hours. Mm. Putting a very powerful air dryer. That sounds like it would be itchy, right? Gabrus? Wouldn't that make you itchy to dry your own beef for uh, hours? And this is me trying to like invite. Gabrus and oh, okay, into the yeah. this seems like the kind of shit you talk about, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I was wondering when to step in. I didn't want to like uh, step on you. You guys were like rolling, so I didn't want to jump in there. Yeah. Well, we've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I know. No, it's been uh, it's been a long time. Um, yeah, Chuck was. I know this through because um, I've been getting into so, sort of more of my own. Uh, we call it the hipster beef community, and mm-hmm. we've been like sort of yeah. talking about chops and grass fed and yeah. this, you know, grass finished, all this shit. Chops, grass finished. Yeah. yeah. And then dry aging is something you can technically do with a super power, like a very powerful hair dryer. Okay. Yeah. But Chuck Berry, uh, uh, that was all revealed. Like everyone learned about the blow dryer thing from his toilet camp. His toilet cam was accidentally recording one time when he was dry aging beef in, huh. the, in the bathroom. And these vintage toilet cams. Yeah, yeah. It was a eight millimeter toilet cam. It was the huge. I don't know how he didn't know a Bolex. Yeah. You could like. You had to put a eight, every eight minutes. You gotta like you gotta replace put a the black t- uh, sheet over your head to take a dump. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. And no, and no one ever figured out what it was. They thought it was just like a privacy thing. But well. I, I'm happy you're here. You were the right guest for the right situation. Did you ever get to have Chuck Barry's beef once it was dry aged, or did you like just had to get out of there out of shame? Uh, I I actually had to move. Oh, you had to move. Oh, okay. This from a past life, or is this recent? Uh, this past life, yeah. Uh-oh. No, I was just, Hayes and I have been doing past life regressions. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a really cool past life regression pop up in the um uh um uh. William Sonoma near my house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so Hayes and I have just been going there and we'll mm-hmm. like buy a pan or whatever and then we'll go in and find out that we were 
tribal kings. Mm-hmm. I should do that. I have to get a and lot. We were friends before. And you we were? were friends. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that makes sense based on your guys' chemistry. And we uh-huh. passed the best friends test. So when I say we've been doing this for a long time, oh, you mean generationally? Yeah. 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 Wow. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a best friends test that they gave to me and Hayes, and the guy said we're the only one that passed it. Which and that's is, part of the past lives regression thing, or is that part of just William Sonoma's other like kind of things they have going on there? I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Did that come up? I did not ask. But he asked me, so you guys best friends? And we look at each other and he goes, you just passed it. He goes, if you're really best friends, you'll check in with each other before you answer. Uh-huh. Interesting. Because that's real friendship is making sure that you're both comfortable oh, with so what you're about to say. Where somebody will go, oh yeah, that's my best friend. And they don't check in. And he goes, those people are bad people and really we were uh, like the reason we were looking at each other is we were gonna do the night the roxbury mm-hmm. uh no <laughs> yes but you have to like, you don't have to tell me what the night at the roxbury is but yeah. like we, you have to look at each other to time it's very hard to just we've time done we've it. mistimed it a lot yeah even after generations of being best friends, timing is still difficult for Not you guys. Not all know. generations had Night at the Roxbury, and it's important to keep this in right, mind. Right, right. That's true. That's probably mostly just this current life is uh, had the Night at the Roxbury as a reference. It pops up throughout. It doesn't appear like at regular intervals, but it does pop up throughout history. Um, there are like illuminated manuscripts that are essentially like the Butabis have like taken different forms. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Because like mm-hmm. in the Iliad, there's that moment where yes. they, they kind of look at each other. They don't. They, the whole army. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole army does this. The entire army. Because they're like, you're not going to storm the city, are you? And the army goes, no. <laughs> yes. And before they did the Trojan horse, they tried to get in with just a $1 bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then they said, what about, what if I bring my friend George Washington? <laughs> well, and, and really, oh, some, obviously, there's an element of Helen of Troy is the reason they're there, but also Emilio is inside. <laughs> Can I just please welcome everyone to the show Hollywood Handbook? Wagwan. And it's the Insider's Guide. And Gabrus is here. John Gabrus, it's been so long since you've done this mm, show. Yeah, I was holding out to have something to plug, and uh, you guys needed a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Still don't have anything to plug, so you've been doing all these different shows. What, what what shows are we d- are doing these days? And we have the Action Boys, we have the Action Boys, correct? And we have High and Mighty, correct? And Raised by TV, you have admitted was fake, and you don't like yeah. you were not raised by TV at all. That was a deep fake. Someone it uh, was a deep fake. Yeah. Oh wow! Someone, so you weren't even involved. No. Some uh, Lapkus compiled all of my audio from uh, 300 episodes of High and Mighty, and sort of built mm. an album algorithm and just engage is it only 300 it's maybe it's 200 and something but <laughs> no i'd rather not think about how many hours i spent sitting in my office talking to a uh, uh, near strangers about whatever garbage <laughs> um <laughs> dominoes <laughs> or little oh, you're, caesar you're damn right i got 40 <laughs> minutes of opinions on this <laughs> now you said something to plug and it remind me of a true story that I told two different people recently, and they both brought up your name. <laughs> so I was telling a story about a friend of mine in Connecticut and his fiance saying that he had recently, for the first time, tried using a butt plug. And he said something that I thought was very funny where he went, <laughs> don't start with the medium. <laughs> I went, I went, why did you start with the medium? And he went, well, I'm like 6'3". I'm a pretty big guy. And, and two different people went, sounds like something gay. <laughs> <laughs> he thought his height related to how wide the opening of his butt was. That's also, fair. that his first instinct after saying that he started using a, a butt plug would be to share advice. <laughs> About because you're experience. gonna do it. You heard he's doing it. You're gonna do it. I know. I know. I brought it up, so it's already in your mind. I just want to <laughs> give you the heads up. Start small. That, that is something I would say. I remember I got in a lot of trouble with them. Uh, I donated blood, and I said, "Well, I'm like six two, three hundred pounds, so you can take three pints." 
And they oh, were like, oh, that's not how it works. I'm like, trust me, that's how it works. And then I was sort of, you know, I went out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Came back. Because you're like, I have all this blood. <laughs> I, I, I got to have more blood than you. You know what I mean? Right. I'm twice your size. There's got to be at least twice the amount of blood in me. Right. But it's like filling up the, or you have more organs too. Yeah, more organs. More, yes. That need more blood. That's uh, what it is. It's extra organs. Yeah, I'm not. A lot of people think I'm overweight because, like, at a cursory oh, I glance, hate hearing yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah they're have, like, "This guy's fat," and it's like, "Well, why don't you talk to me a little bit and find out about how many pancreases uh-huh. I have yeah. and shit like yeah. that? Why don't yeah. you take a look and yeah. see that? Yeah, maybe there's." Uh, maybe six or seven appendices. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some people are like, oh, uh, I'm I'm not fat, I'm big boned. And you never hear, I'm not fat, I'm multi-organic. Multi-organ. Yeah. 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 And can I say, Gabriel, it, hundreds of hearts. That's true. Mm-hmm. A hundred of ti- hundreds of tiny hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like little chicken. You ever go to a Brazilian churrascaria and yeah. got the little <laughs> chicken, <laughs> chicken hearts on a spear? Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do these powerful hours, don't you? Yes. yes. <laughs> don't you? I was hoping we'd get to talk about my power hours. Yeah. And what is this? Um, it's um, a way to admit that you don't have enough legs to just get up on stage and perform. Mm. So for us, it's just a, dev- uh, you know, it's a device in which uh, I drink. So uh, 60 shots of beer, mm. one a minute for 60 minutes, the hour, mm. the hour of power, if you will. And mm. then... Uh, Doing that sort of takes the pressure off having to be entertaining or interesting mm-hmm. or funny. How much beer is that? It's about, if you're pouring exactly one ounce pours, it's 60 ounces, which is about five cans of beer or five bottles of beer. Mm-hmm. But five beers, five beers in one hour. And it is not, it's not, it doesn't sound like a lot, mm. but it's more about the consistent it it's more about yeah just pretending that you're really like fucked up to, yeah, yeah. Uh, like no it the, the weirdest thing about power hour is that the most fu- the most fucked up crazy. you are after a power hour is is uh, the most fucked up you are during a power hour is 90 minutes after the show is over <laughs> that's when everything when your body is processed what you just drank and then you're in your mm-hmm. uber home from ucb sunset mm-hmm. saying i need to figure my life out mm-hmm. and then boom you're hit well i mean you uh, you look at your direct deposit from UCB and then it and comes right, in oh, that wow. fast. It's, it's that immediate. Fast. You can't leave the theater without. Yeah, I'm grandfathered in to through the, the direct deposit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grandfathered in, so big chunk of my ticket sales gets directly deposited into mm. my account. So that's nice. That's people a admit, nice piece of change. Yeah, yeah. And people admit that they suck themselves on the on in these things often. Yeah, right. Yeah. Often people admit. People talk so about one out sucking of, themselves. <laughs> yeah. It comes up way more than it should. Without yeah, anyone asking, hour, correct? Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was... No, independently a- brought up. Apropos of nothing, literally. Uh, I guess we were revealing secrets and... Uh, sure, but... Not a secret anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. Mm. Man, and look, I feel bad. I don't know if, he, uh, if uh, the individual we're discussing was 100% ready to reveal that, but at least it hasn't become an absolute <laughs> thing that comes up every single time uh, he or I are around anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you feel bad, and yet you did absolutely nothing to. Oh, I didn't to- edit it out. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Over the years, I used to work really hard and really care about my output as like a podcaster. But more recently, I've sort mm-hmm. of just gone like, like let me just do the thing. You know, let me just Rather. go on raw, unedited, mm-hmm. delirious. That's they like this yeah. better. Yeah, they like this better. They like it better. And then you find out they like it better, and then you find out that eliminating. Asking someone to edit your podcast mm-hmm. is a huge burden off your back. Mm-hmm. Especially, and you're not doing it yourself. Oh, God, it's amazing. Can I also point out my pop socket broke? My Earwolf pop Earwolf socket. pop socket. Did you get one of these things? No, no. I got a HeadGum uh, ID lanyard from uh, my, my other employer, HeadGum, but I'm <sighs> holding out for Earwolf. I'm. Uh, Earwolf uh, does owe me one pop socket, mm-hmm. one Office Ladies t shirt. And one hundred dollars for my appearance on Scam Goddess, but at least it's not impossible, and you have to humiliatingly go through thousands of hoops to ask for a hundred dollars. Unbelievable that even you have a podcast in the calendar year twenty nineteen. If it's not active on like Christmas Day. Mm. You are off the Christmas gift bag. Yes, yes. It reminds me when I was a PA at MTV and you had to work uh, 46 weeks out of the year to get invited to the Christmas party. Mm. It was a great way to eliminate freelancers. And I see the same thing happening here at Earwolf, the viacomization of Earwolf. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you ever get when you were... 
FOT, as we call it, um, oh, friend yeah. of Tina uh, on 30 Rock, one of the TGS writers. Did you ever end up getting a Christmas gift there? Uh, would that have been like a hoodie or something? I feel yeah. like, yeah, I think I got a Christmas gift one year. I did but not. I did, really, I did watch other people with the same job get it, <laughs> which was nice, but I did not. Despite your magnanimity and making all the friends you made, uh, engaging with everyone, they still didn't get you a Christmas gift? Something, yes. And I'm trying to pin down what it was that put me in a different category. Um, in many ways. Maybe it just they knew I, I just didn't need it. Often right. you get noticed more in those situations by being frosty and withholding. Right. Like Tina's be like, who's that interesting guy brooding on the, on the other side mm-hmm. of the room? Mm-hmm. I think that's why they disliked me. Because I was always trying yeah. to do, uh, I was told my job was practically an extra. Mm-hmm. And I misinterpreted that as be extra. So I was doing a lot of, yes. I was doing a lot of walking lunge crosses and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, these guys might be trying to get in shape. You know, I was writing a bunch of backstory for all the FOTs. That's where that term came from. It's funny. extras <laughs> from this one yes. extra. On from this one rock. guy who was an extra. It's As I look back. I don't think the mistake I made was not putting more of my personality out there. That's never the right move. (laughs) I don't think that's what I should have been doing. No, I agree. That's not what you should have been doing. There may not have been a win for me there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about, so let's talk about these powerful hours and what power uh really is and so it's like is it power to like go on stage and like get messed up or is like get fucked up right and it's like yes i could do this like i can do that that's power that's a type of power yes i could do probably like 300 of these like (laughs) these things yeah i could uh because i have that kind of like i have metabolic uh, control in a way that I can like process it oh. really fast. I'll need like a big bucket. He can speed up and slow down his heart rate and digestive system yeah. with only his mind. So I'll need like a bucket on stage because I will like process it immediately. It's not like running to the bathroom. So you or process whatever. it completely into urine. It like fall. Mind. It basically falls out. It's not okay. urine. It's so you neither, like shut off it's neither fish nor yes. fowl and just let it shoot through you. It's not urine or fecal matter, but it is <laughs> waste. I guess my main question is it's where, where is it you, coming out of? Yeah, where yeah. are you placing the bucket? All <laughs> over. Yeah. No, oh, he's gonna be in the bucket. Oh, you gotta get in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. feet oh, off yeah. the ground, right? Uh my feet are sticking out outside, but so like, you're sort of toy- my hind quarters and like my lower parts are like kind of tucked into the bucket. Yeah, so like a toilet. Feet- yeah, there's like a- on the bucket and your dick is tucked in in the water. <laughs> well, there's a mesh <laughs> hammock that he's sitting in. <laughs> That kind of dips his nether regions down. Nice. And then his feet can be raised out over the edge. Oh, okay. No, you're right. So you need a bucket with a mesh hammock and stirrups. Got it. It's like, it's just like a toilet where you lift up the, you lift up the bottom seat and just going to put your entire bottom self in there, except for the mesh hammock element. Because I have to do like meet and greets after and stuff. I can't be like fully inside the bucket Mm -hmm. as I would be for the toilet. I've had so much splashback from shitting in the toilet, but now I do the thing where I put my whole butt in the water then and just and it's a water birth more or less it just goes right out right down the drain there's nothing i have to worry about mm. it's like because i used to shit and then the splash and then mm. my window is street my bathroom window is street facing and you would hear like women walking their dogs being like good god what the fuck was that so then i added like uh started putting my butt all the way into the water in the water and now i can't even i can't pee from stand i have to uh uh-huh. superman on top of my toilet and get my pecker into well, the water not unlike like, that awkward moment yeah. If you recall in that awkward moment when dude dick gets so hard yeah. from Viagra mm-hmm. and he does have to Superman across his entire toilet to get his hard dick pointing downward into the bowl. Oh, I wish I could have been there on set because I would have said like, if this is the case, you use the toilet seat to hold it in place. 
That's what I did. Like one time, I OD'd on Cialis. Uh, it was uh, Electric Daisy Carnival in Vegas, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I couldn't get my dick to aim right. So if you put the toilet seat on top of it and push down, or you have a backpack that's heavy, you can put the backpack on it and kind of hold your dick in place, and then right. you can just cut loose. You can let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really clever. <laughs> but we were talking about... <clears throat> What real power is? Yes, and is it losing yourself? Well, and and well, and sex is about power, isn't it? Uh, yes. Expand on that. Sex isn't about sex. Sex is about power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who got the power to make you bust? And so, like, when we talk about like power, it's like control and like. Being like incredibly disciplined and like fully in command. Yeah, you're describing my entire yes. my comedy ethos. Yes, and like making mm. like the, control like, precision. These like care. positive choices and like yeah, being fully in command of yourself. So we want to do a power hour that is actually mm. powerful, mm. like for real. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and it is a power hour. Instead of beer, we will be doing salad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where every uh, I guess 10 seconds, because we don't have a lot of time, No, we eat a bunch of some salad. salad. Okay, yeah. so every 10 seconds we take a bite of salad? A bunch of it. A bunch yeah. of salad. Okay, and then for how long do we do this for? An hour. An hour. Okay. <laughs> so that's 600 bunches of salad? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the power also so you is inviting to, to Can I have salad, please? You I've been want- talking about the salad, and Kevin's like waiting for his like He's big like, when do I- chance to like bring in the salad. It's like, it's obviously like, now dude, you when obviously I'm talking about bring the salad. In the salad. <laughs> um, oh, my, one of my favorite salads, the uh, Super Greens, uh, uh-huh. dry, big plastic container of greens. Take your fork, please. Or do you not want to use a fork? I'll use a fork. Okay. I'm, uh, here. Clem dog. Uh, Mm. Oh, good dressing. <laughs> what is it about? And dressing? this is uh, from the organic girl, uh, which I hate to do this in front of you, Jordan, because this is sort of your right. Jordan is known as Pesticide Girl. What? She's, she's pro DEET. Yeah. So Pesticides yes. Girl. Pesticides Girl. Yes. Did you do you not know that you're? Is it more pro no, chemical from your farming practices? Is it more pro chemical or anti bug? Neither. I don't, uh, it's anti. All right, the clock went off. That's one bite. Let's okay, go, guys. Yeah, powerful. Have to do, like the one salad, and this is how we become powerful, isn't it? And the vitamins in the salad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. This is fun to have as the first thing you have after coffee is a dry piece of either baby greens, <laughs> red and green Swiss chard, tat soy, arugula, or spinach. So, which one do you think tat soy is? Bro, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Oh. Hey, is you found you I you, like, you work bite. at a, you work at a co-op or something like that, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one is tat soy in here? Tat soy is there's one tat soy. So it's like Oh, you got to find it. A bunch of yeah, every other it's like thing. It's like a ba- it's like the New Orleans cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I, yeah, I believe there's a tradition like that in Judaism as well, but I don't remember exactly what yeah. it is. I already gotten a little hot water for my Judaism opinions on High and Mighty, so I'm going to Okay. <laughs> that makes it sound, I, I hope, worse than it is. <laughs> do you want me to keep a timer, or do yeah, you no, just want to eat it? No, like we got it. No, we're good. <laughs> I just keep eating huge handfuls of drugs. Yeah, so. no, it's every 10 seconds, so we just have to be kind of doing it constantly. Now, there's a dressing that Kevin has purchased. Uh, that it is a zesty uh, cumin dressing. Would you like to say something about how that looks like? Uh, there's the recumbent in it. <laughs> yeah, I would love. I would love to say something like that. By all means. Well, I think if I polish off this bottle, I'll be zesty cumin. <laughs> Where's the hyena when you need him? And that's for episode that comes out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, hard for me to keep track. <laughs> I almost shattered the logic. You guys want to try this? I'll try it. Oh, no. It's so much. So, so I'm uncomfortable because of how much salad dressing Gibbert just poured on his salad. 
<laughs> it smells awful. This zesty cumin is nasty, dude. Oh, yeah. Freaking reeks. Oh, it's got like the texture of shampoo. It's like pearl colored. And oh. it, <laughs> it tastes like pool, like chlorine, like oh. pool chlorine. <laughs> now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too spicy. Very zesty, baby. Mm, now, yeah. Gabrus, you said you didn't have anything to plug, but I know you're being modest. I did watch the movie Bombshell the other day on a screener. Mm. And in fact, do you want to talk a little bit about how you sort of got to live out your living room fantasy of cheering on Megan Kelly while she does her thing? Yeah. That was it was very awesome for me to be able to uh, be pro Megan Kelly, mm-hmm. which I've been trying to be, like back her up. So for me to do that, not a lot of people know this, but my dad was a lighting technician for uh, Fox Five News in New mm-hmm. York, not Fox mm-hmm. News. Uh, so for me to get to play a role that was pretty similar to my dad's and make like his weekly rate in one day <laughs> was kind of like uh, <laughs> a moving moment for me, a touching moment for me. Can you do your your trailer moment where? Yeah, I'll do my trailer moments right here. Now, and he folded his arms <laughs> and he kind of nod with like a little smile, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's after I say, "Give him hell, Megan." Um, it was fun working with Charlie's. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't worked with her professionally. Mostly just she plays in the poker game I play in, and uh, mm. she's at a lot of the same parties. But it was nice to work with her. Work with her, mm. and I wasn't a nervous wreck at all when the, the director asked me to fake mic her since I'm playing a sound guy and I have to touch uh, her dress and chest area. And I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I learned later just touch touch the dress. I was trying to be like, well, a lot of the sound guys I interact with are absolute creeps. <laughs> So I want to. I went back to that for a, a sense bit. of realism, yeah, yeah. Especially given the subject matter of the film, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was. I was doing a little, little subtle meta commentary, and then you know I was told to back off that a little mm-hmm. bit. But it was a. It was a wonderful experience. Uh, I learned a lot about, um, you know, women can be anchors, uh, men can be yeah. sound guys. Like it, a lot of stuff came up. No, these traditional roles that we always think of, yeah. of the sound woman, right? And like uh, the anchor man, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So when it's anchor woman and sound man, it just feels progressive and nice. And then uh, learning like what a mastermind Roger Ailes was was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really about that. Can He's, you eat some of your salad, please? I actually can't. This this, <laughs> this salad dressing tastes like Thai uh, hot sauce or something at this and point. No, and so you have no power if you don't don't eat it. Okay, I gotta so get my power. We. So we There's not do, a dry leaf in this basket. Not Jay Roach seems like in the house. Did you some uh, weed stuff you could do with that? Yeah, I was doing that. I was like Jay Roach. Okay, I recognize you from my ashtray. Okay, <laughs> yes, perfect. Was Austin Powers this episode? Because <laughs> didn't he direct that? That also comes out tomorrow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a precog. <laughs> A lot, a lot of people know this, but you guys let me listen to the pro version ahead of time to see if I have any notes. Or I'm like the susser of the pro version. Or so you don't do any stuff. Like I don't do anything at early, all. But, but, yeah. Or there's a pool of comedy ideas, and we all sort of share from that. You know, you kind of get dibs, and you pick yours. So we have I, to mail the pro version to ourselves <laughs> for copyright purposes. Mm-hmm. We we share with Gabrus mm-hmm. and we say like we go hey what are you going to talk about this week he goes well I'm talking about Judaism in an offensive way and we go okay so we won't we're do that one <laughs> we're not going to do that we'll put that we'll put ours out a couple of weeks from now yes mm-hmm. exactly we'll sit on that for now um and then we'll say to him hey we're going to reference Austin Powers every single episode. <laughs> And a lot of times stuff gets stolen. We had a, like a pro version where we were in Chris Paul's garage looking mm. at his – we had like developed this concept where we're looking at his different trophies from like different uh, like parts of his career. And the teams that he played for are like represented by the – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we notice – we're like, hey, Chris, you didn't play for the Bucks. There's a deer's head through – Yeah. And then it turns out that it's a live male deer 
in his garage. Holy shit. And it starts it starts kicking the shit <laughs> out of his fucking car mm-hmm. and knocking shit over. I mean, this fucking deer goes, forgive me, buck crazy. <laughs> And so you are forgiven, fully my buck son. crazy. And so, have you not seen this commercial? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm assuming there is some context. You guys telling me this story. I don't. It, they the commercial it became rip- a State Farm commercial. Oh yeah. And then we got the pro version. We go. Well, I wish that Chris Paul would get on this chain with some of us, where we'll say like, "Hey, Gabrus, are you going to talk about shit in your pants this week?" Because then yeah. we won't. Right. And then we'll say. But then we we have the clause now where it's like, just don't. You guys can never talk about shitting your pants because it's mm-hmm. sort of, you yeah. know. No, I mean, we can talk about sitting and in a bucket Sean, with a mesh hammock. Right, yeah. right. That's completely, yeah, that's fine. That's yours. You and, own that. And now Sean did also talk about it in the episode that comes out tomorrow before you got here. Oh, uh, okay. Well, well, maybe we don't know if that part's going to be edited out or not. No. We'll see. Because I don't no. think I'm As talking about now, shitting my pants. Know. I'm talking more this week, like a lot of stuff like shitting on glass and stuff. Well, and it, but you also, I think... <laughs> Had had spoken to us about, hey, I really want to do an episode where it's sort of me like feeling around in the dark for a light switch for almost half of it. <laughs> Just kind of, there's a tone that seems like it might be comedic, <laughs> but there's not really an idea to it. And we said, come on, man, that's that's our show. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard when you when the the note you give is sort of the uh, th- like the idea behind podcasting mm-hmm. <laughs> behind the entire medium. Right. It's like, oh, I, sorry, Picasso, don't use paint. That's what I'm doing over here. And people like making people feel like they have come to like something when instead they have just gotten used to it. Oh yeah, and they're I- comparing their experience to disliking it before now yeah. they've accepted it but they think they like it oh yeah they think they enjoy the red light that's right at the corner of their block but yeah. really they just have seen it every single or once a week or twice a week yes. or for uh hundreds of episodes and mm-hmm. now they're just like this is one of my favorite red lights in mm-hmm. my town yeah. yeah and it's like this is water you know what i mean <laughs> no this is an idea i had <laughs> no yes where there's this <laughs> no yes there's these fish yes Fish say, can you believe there's all this water? Yeah. No. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> no, the yes, old exactly fish, yes. The old fish say something, right? Yes. Yes. And he says. <laughs> Actually, we're going to have to edit this out because I do this sort of exact You do this? Way. Yeah. No. Well, I let me. So the this old- is water. Well, the old fish says, to me, the sky is water. And the water is basically the air and the sky. And the water is like land to me. So the, fish, well, the, it, the sky is water to me and the water is water? basically air. And, and the water land is to me. like air and land. <laughs> or like really the top of the water is like the ground. Oh. To this, to this, like this fish. Yeah. This you old think fish. About this. The old fish. You think about it, it's upside down. Interesting, like Stranger Things. Like Stranger Things in a way, or I believe there's a movie where uh, they're, like, they're living in they're a city down. that's like partly upside down. Mm. Uh, and I'll figure out what this movie is. But it really is like this, what the situation for fish, you think about it. Like, the sky is water. Correct. Because you mm. can't, it is blue. Oh. But they can't go in, Fuck, they yeah. can't go in there for, they can only go in there for a little bit. The sky is water. The same as me for the water. water As water is, and then to to them, you're to you, right? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. No. Yes. Yes. Now, where where do they land on the ground that's at the bottom of water? Is that sky to the fish? That's the moon. That's the moon. Okay. That's their moon. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. That movie was called Upside Down. It's from 2012. Uh, and it's with Kirsten Dunst. Oh, oh! And this really is, and that's with the old fish who yeah. tells you that the ground it's, it's is about the moon. this story. And yeah, the old fish can only go in the sky for a little bit. It's and the lesson you learn with the oh, toilet salad bite. Oh, oh God. shit! Yeah, I'm back again. Ugh. Hollywood handbook. 
Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready-to-go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready-to-go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never-frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just want to establish... Mm-hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart, protein plus and keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons and what are some of them? It's one big add-on okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise is the meal makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a fueled lot of these, up and feel good I know, good give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you and your bed? The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/slash/theboys50 and use code THEBOYS50 to get 50% off. That's code THEBOYS50 at factormeals.com slash THEBOYS50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off, and Harry's agrees. So what we want to talk about today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. we, We always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new... Noted. Mascot, I don't know. Note for, taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you were in okay, recently. Uh, That's the prompt, and that'll take us into discussing the product. Particularly funny, the product funny to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you... You feel like there's a difference there? Like you Yeah, I mean I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay. But that you didn't find funny. And and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah. I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny? Yes. But that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste. When it comes to what's funny or ridiculous, that is not. I ordered a, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night, like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous. But mm-hmm. but you but you do. <laughs> I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional BOGO, products, baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a BOGO as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but that's uh, deals what that are. No, uh, but I, clean Harry, punk, actually Harry's, got two bottles, buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high quality products. They all smell great. 
German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find funny? Yes, uh, yes, sure, but that you didn't. Yeah. So you're attuned to to this stuff. I got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat, and it somehow turned on. And you know that that was was something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting. A lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw, ooh, still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey, guys. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're yes. the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was about 19 dresses into receiving yeah. each one of the 27 dresses mm-hmm. from the movie 27 Dresses yeah. before I found out how much it was costing yes. that they intended to send me. By the way, you'll this will shock you. 54 dresses if i did not cancel and i you know you I go, oh, also well, that one's got an by, by like dress 14 15 i think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear yeah and one of them was a dressing yeah one of them was a was it, a fr- was a what, was it was a vinaigrette. It was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, j- just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the, the dresses. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about Hollywood memorabilia. You're talking about, like, ornate gowns, you know, yes. in some cases. And so that was... Uh, yeah, that was costing me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys. That's rocketmoney.com slash the boys. Rocketmoney.com slash the boys. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hollywood handbook. Just a lot. And you see how with a power hour like this, where we are actually becoming powerful and doing discipline, Mm -hmm. we are 
not talking about sucking ourselves. We're talking about philosophical ideas. Yeah. Water. We're talking about the 2012 film Upside sees, Down with and Kirsten Dunst. And the What's nature. The not facetious bullshit. Nature. We're no. getting into it. We're getting no, powerful. We're, we're actually digging in, mm-hmm. exploring ourselves. Oh, there's a big Exposing bite. ourselves. That oh, was a big bite, Ace. We're just sitting here exposing that ourselves. Too big. Putting the tips of our genitals in our mouths. Not talking about self-sucking and revealing things and being gross. We're eating yeah. salad, having philosophical conversations. And also, cocks out, tips in our mouths. But it's like, and this is the thing for him too. You can't get the whole thing in there. He's saying like, oh, you can. I've seen it. You've seen it. Get the whole thing in. Yeah, he's got to roll it up a little bit because it's about at the. You have. It's hard to explain, but mm. it's training. It's like. I don't know if I believe this. It's a high level of physical achievement. Is I think he can. I think he does essentially a tongue tease with it. I think that's what we're talking about. Okay. We don't need to get into your search terms, Hayes. This is, look. Gianna Michaels tongue tease. And I will prove it. You'll prove it? Before, yes. As, like, as God is my witness, I will prove is that what that, all these pictures of Weiger with like red string connecting mm-hmm. on the wall here in Earwolf? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, it's math. It's just math. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I see. It's mostly it's mostly math. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a beware of this guy kind of situation, but now I see what it is. No, this equation was on the board when Hayes came in, <laughs> and, he, and he added the red string and solved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he added the Weiger stuff. <laughs> 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 the string was actually here too. Oh, I thought you guys. I'm sorry if uh, we can cut this later, but I thought you guys were trying to like not comment on how much Hayes went to Harvard since like the sort of backlash against Ivy League school stuff has come out. Is there backlash against that? <laughs> it's an excellent school. The guy worked his fucking ass off. Yeah, that's what people uh, used to assume, but now we assume like. You know, Dr. Davenport went there in the 60s. and Or my dad was like Jeffrey Epstein or something, (laughs) which he was not. Yeah, it's a bummer you have to keep telling people that. I know. I don't know how this got out. Yeah, it would make, your last name would be Epstein. Yeah. For starters. Yeah. I mean, unless. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Uh. This was a, that was a, a you want to hear a, a joke I did for Big Lake, the one of the only ones that got on. Chris uh, Chris Parnell walks into a classroom with a really <laughs> complicated math equation on it, uh, and he's like studying the equation, uh, and then he erases part of it and <laughs> writes "titty" <laughs> on the board with two D's. <laughs> Did you write for Big Lake? Yeah, I did. did you you know, really should have been. Damn thing. Were you an extra in that show? No, I played the pizza delivery guy, and I don't even remember the context. I was just. I don't either. I just had a pizza waiting in uh, someone's office when they entered. It must have been. We must have met. But it's a guarantee that you would have been on that show at that time. <laughs> at that, oh yeah, it was an absolute certainty. <laughs> I remember auditioning for the pizza guy role and it was like one line and I had to like go all the way to like uptown to like read for it. And I'm like, probably and I'm like at the time, Long no, Island pretty City. much every single one involved, uh, every single person involved with the show. Well, not Arguably, every person. Yeah, yeah. Not every person. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Hayes. You had to then. work yeah. for it. I only knew like uh tough blue collar, like Jersey guys that were coming up through there. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. Not these Ivy League, not these elites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We broke in. Not these boys club. Your precious <laughs> rarefied world. <laughs> See, and this is we do, like we get into it. No, we get into but it. We, we actually talk about are Lee Harvey Oswald episode of Big Lake. We talk about <laughs> mm. all of these things. Right? Not like you guys wrote the you wrote the the ninety right the ten ninety mm-hmm. deal. Oh, you had oh. them all written. Yeah, mm. that was the deal with Big Lake. We got a ten episode order. And the if it reached a certain ratings threshold, we would get ninety more episodes ordered right away. Mm-hmm. We got it, obviously. <laughs> we overdid it, like overexceeded what we needed to do to get the ninety. Wrote the ninety, and we're like, you know what? I'm so tired. I'm so tired of bored. Everybody just like Gethard is like, I could probably do better. By like saying that the show was like canceled, 
mm. and like becoming this inspirational figure. Right. Instead of mm. what am I going to be like a wild success from this? It's then really going to present. What's my identity? Yeah, it's you know? really what a smart you move. You, mm-hmm. It's easy, like. Not a lot of people can do something like that, like spin having their own TV show and have 10 episodes of it air into a tragedy, into a loss. But, but I guess if the prospect is 100, you can sell that. I was I only did 10 of, of being the, the lead of a TV show. Yeah, I'm fucked now. Yeah. No, and you can't do that if you get the 100. If you get the 100, you you can't. If you get no. the 100, you are in real hot water because... <laughs> mm-hmm. Ask Charlie Sheen what happened with anger management. Guy got, guy got yes. HIV doing that. <laughs> No, it gave him. It gave him HIV. Yeah, tiger blood. That not a lot of people know he used t- tainted tiger blood. Oh. Unfortunately, yes. Eat your food. <laughs> oh yeah, it's time okay. to take a bite. It's been so about much 10 more seconds salad since to the last go. bite. Yeah. And your drawer, how was your uh, Christmas time? <laughs> That was my Christmas time. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Uh, or, or holidays. It yeah, was good. Remember, I do anti-Semitism this week, so let's ask. Would happy you, holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays. Uh, would you like to know what I got as a gift from all my siblings? Mm, they yeah, all chipped yeah. in, or they each individually got you they, the same thing by accident? Stitcher premium in. subscription. Oh, I wish. Check out the Gino Lombardo show. That's good. <laughs> thank you. That's good. <laughs> thank you. Um, I got money towards taking UCB courses. Woof. <laughs> what I said. Oh, man. Your family's like, I look, your fucking game is off. Let's get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I read it. Or yeah. they were like, you need friends. Yeah. This will be the place to go. Yeah. Do you, do, are you like lacking in uh, white guys as friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. You don't find you don't, yourself you know, around enough of them you don't your, find yourself in your work. That's <laughs> your part of your job here at your is there anywhere that you could meet smug white guys? <laughs> who ha- who were smarter than a lot of people in their high school, so now believe themselves to be geniuses, <laughs> despite having moved to a major metropolitan area? No, I can't find that anywhere. Yeah. That's what I've been looking for. It's Money tours. you got to take a Todd Fazin class, dude. <laughs> Money towards a UCB. Right, because she only got $700, so yeah. she could almost so take the sitcom Russian class. <laughs> No, they got me a certain amount that I told them how much it actually was, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't give you enough." Yeah. And, and so. your 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 sister was like, "I cut off all my hair to them." And your your brother's like, "Oh no, I donated so much blood." And I, everyone made these huge magi level sacrifices yeah. to get you into. Have you taken level one? I haven't taken any courses. Oh yeah, okay. A bunch of Hollywood Handbook people listeners are really excited for me to do. Don't it call those like, lists. Don't call listeners Hollywood Handbook people. These oh. are the Hollywood Handbook people: <laughs> Kevin, Clements, and you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, uh, the listeners are very excited for me, and I'm 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 not so excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited for you either. <laughs> Let's get. I mean, this is a good time to get in there. Should yeah. we like do a <laughs> warm up? Right <laughs> yeah. It's it's a sort of a cool underground thing right now. Yeah, it's sort. There's interesting because there it's very reminiscent of history. Like uh, those guys who paddled out to the Titanic and were like <laughs> climbing on board as it was going towards the iceberg. <laughs> Those guys were like, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> should we um, should we get her prep for day one? Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, so day one. All right. I, I can actually probably do the one on one curriculum by heart at this point. After year, I mean, I'm I'm mocking the shit out of this, but I have dedicated a huge t- uh, chunk of the last 15 years of my. Uh, I took my first class when I was 21. That so was last, my entire identity through <laughs> up until like 25 to 35. <laughs> yeah. <I think. laughs> Same here, like <laughs> twenty one through thirty five. Uh, that's all that mattered to me was getting a sketch into Beyond Christides or Beneath Christides. Mm. Beneath Christides makes way more sense. Mm, not too shabby. Yeah, doing shabby this weekend. Yeah, how many? Uh, <laughs> is it good that I? This is like the last thing I ever thought I would ever get as a gift. Is that huh? good? Like, am I going in and as a and a good mindset? Yeah, that like. 
You're the one who goes in and is like, hey, I'm just here. Like, I'm just like bullshitting. And yeah. They're like. I fully don't understand hey, your question. <laughs> you, they're like, hey, you got the goods. Yeah. Pal. yeah. Like you're sticking around. Really, they want you to pay for five more classes. Uh, but I remember one person in particular being like, you're like serious about this stuff. Like you like want to do it. I'm doing this as like a joke. But they're and hoping they are, to get like really discovered. And and, and they are working in the industry today. <laughs> Took the joke too far. So what does she have to look yeah, forward that's, to? That's actually pretty, that's kind of fun too. You should take a few UCB classes so you can see so that some of the worst personalities are rewarded with career success. Oh, great. Which is kind of a fun thing about the business. Yeah. And, you know, UCB teaches teamwork and group mind, but really if you stand out as much as possible as an individual, mm-hmm. that's the way to get plucked to success. Mm-hmm. So, but some there are exceptions, like the people in this room, yeah, who have course. incredible personalities and no success. <laughs> <laughs> so, what does she have to look forward to? Um, uh, I'm not saying our personalities are good, but they are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- like uh, dictionary definition, our personalities are incredible. Mm-hmm. Tell her about the first day. <laughs> All right, so you'll do Crazy Eight. <laughs> What's Crazy Eight? Play Hotspot. You'll play Hotspot. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't even know how to do Crazy Eights. You call yourself a fucking comedian. Good luck in Hollywood. What is God, Crazy Eights? Markedly more successful than I am. <laughs> Should we do it? Good luck in Hollywood. Guy who's doing better and has actively retired from comedy <laughs> than me. <laughs> Nothing like mocking a guy who's passed this entire phase of his life. (laughs) I guess I mean technically I'm past comedy too and just into (laughs) podcasting. Yeah, he just puts on his headphones one ear at a time just like everybody else. He's a normal human man. Salad bite. Salad bite. God, I've eaten so much of this. Me too, but there's so much left. Make a dent. I recommend pouring cum all over it, and it'll slow you down a little bit. What? How do you play Crazy Eights? Is it a game? It's uh, just Mm. like you shake your body one, two, three, four, five, six. Like it's just like a left hand. It's essentially the hokey pokey. Yeah. (laughs) Your left hand, your right hand. The first couple, but it's for big boys. Yeah, it's for it's for adults who are studying theater. Mm -hmm. Um, It's. The first couple of uh, first couple of episodes, first couple of uh, classes of one on one is about kind of purposefully embarrassing yourself so that you feel less shame <laughs> doing mm-hmm. make believe in front of like I, I found that it's just like breaking do, you yeah do break you down to build you back up. <laughs> We're sort of like the Marine Corps mm-hmm. except we make you feel goofy so that you're comfortable uh, playing a Rastafarian orderly or something like that later on in improv. Not anymore. Not anymore though. Right. That's of course. <laughs> Some of the, my favorite improvisers were known for their amazing Asian impressions. Those guys are all gone these days. With a couple of notable exceptions. Right. Some people still rocking hard. Yep. <laughs> then it's like, yeah. it's taught by people who had to do it. So right. they're like, I went through it. Yeah. Like, it was good enough for me. Right. <laughs> I did crazy and that's, every week for yeah. five years before I was even considered for mm-hmm. Harold Knight. Mm-hmm. Hot and that's called a cycle of, not abuse in this case. No. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> Embarrassment, humiliation. It's a cycle of just like, what? Perfect. So they already did that guess gonna, with you. I think oh. you're going to like it, Jordan. I think I'm going like, to like it. I have another, oh, fun. There's I have a, another story. And you have fun doing this, too. <laughs> wait, you call that last thing a story? <laughs> That's a story. Okay, okay. Can't wait to hear They're another my story. story. My stories oh, aren't wow. very good. This <laughs> <laughs> should be a Christmas Save, save all this for, uh, uh, I think, week five is when we start talking monologues in 101. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Coming from a place that of comes truth. up a lot in this in this industry, yeah. So giving monologues that are truthful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's really only important to the uh, form the Armando, the, which is what Ask Hat is, and uh, all that jazz. Mm. You know, uh, what was your other story, Jordan? I mocked it, but I'm not doing much better than you are. <laughs> uh, my other story is that thanks to Hollywood Handbook Pro version. Uh, a listener reached out to me and helped me get out of an enterprise craziness thing that I had going on. <laughs> so, so I'm sorry. 
Are you like, have you weaponized the fucking scoop troop to get no. things done what for you? No. They're, they're Jordan's private would. army. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's uh, like activated your fandom for on her behest. It's like, uh, they yeah, they jumped my car the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a fucking gig of uh, uh, dick pics coming in. Everybody, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> no, do don't that. do that. Don't do that. I'm Everybody, Abrus on just, social media, just calm down. <laughs> yeah. All of our listeners, just wait. Let's that's calm, a great moment. Just cool it a let's, little bit. Let's take this moment to say that to your listeners, mm-hmm. the listeners of High and Mighty podcast listeners in general. I would say anyone who's a fan of anything, just. Chill the fuck yeah. out. Whether it's the Clippers or uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars or Comedy Bang Bang, uh, just fucking chill. Just every single one of you, cool it. This is an attitude that I would say extended from podcast fandom into the geopolitical climate. <laughs> <laughs> There has been a ripple effect <laughs> from essentially the Earwolf Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Earwolf Reddit is swaying uh, government elections. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. they're like the CIA of the eighties. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in this place where everybody just needs to just chill out, <laughs> just a little bit. Truly, like we not all the way. Out. No, but not all the way. Keep listening. Keep supporting. Oh God! Keep the, do, keep, do it more. Keep keep buying fucking uh, delivery pillows and mm-hmm. meals getting shipped to your house. Keep doing all that. That we love. Wait, there's pillows. <laughs> I don't have pillows yet. Trying to get on. Oh. I I build my house out based on podcast advertising. I'm like, fuck, our microwave's out. I'm like, we got to get a microwave company on board. <laughs> Tell them to send me a, uh, our company will send you a microwave that can fit in a small box. And when you mm-hmm. open it, it becomes a full-size microwave. Mm-hmm. And you just send it right back. <laughs> you microwave one thing and send it back. Um, Keep doing all that, but stop... Uh, you know, pl- extrapolating what you think more about hosts' lives mm-hmm. based on something they've said on the mic. Stop interacting with them in person in in a way that's terrifying, even to me, who's got pretty uh, you know savvy social uh, judo skills, and yeah. I'm still scared of a lot of you mm-hmm. <laughs> freaks and out pretty there. loose standards for what's appropriate behavior in public. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It might could it have something to do with that you talk about nutting <laughs> just all the time. I will say that my choices of topic and the fact that I like to roast people means that people come up to me and are like, yeah. "What's up, you fat <laughs> fucking loser? You guys like IPAs, you fucking dorks!" And they like fucking try to get me, and I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> I'm different than you." <laughs> Got bad news. You you're the fattest fan of mine, and you're calling me a fat fuck. <laughs> You just won Gabrus's fattest fan, <laughs> my annual competition, where you send pictures of the underside of your gut after sitting with a big belt buckle on for a long period of time, so I can see what kind of fucking dents you have going on underneath there. Wow! So I'd like to thank, uh, like to thank this year's winner. Uh, that's not our fan base. <laughs> no, we have a, we have a lot of people who are sort of like scared of the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> You would like them to keep helping you with stuff. No, but. no. What did no. they? That's what did they lie. get you out? We have already. We have already encountered. I cannot have a Tinder profile because people know me because of the show, and it uh, makes it mm. super awkward. <coughs> Y'all don't want to be on Tinder. No. No. So, but maybe your uh, scoop tube fame could get you on Raya. Mm, mm. And then you could be 2020 up. goals. Right then, yeah. There. Then you could fuck DJs. <laughs> oh, no. No. Okay. Fucking DJs is goals. <laughs> this. At a concert, though. At a show. Oh, yeah. Wow, you gotta fuck. At a show. At a show. Yeah. Under the booth. Thanks for backing off calling a DJ performance a concert. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still confused. Much appreciated. <laughs> Real musician, musicians everywhere, and magicians. Are what very did they happy. get? What enterprise did they get you out of? So I had a tussle with Enterprise when we had. We were talking about my family vacation back in November, and under <laughs> Can't my. Can't believe I missed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and listen. I got to hear the family yeah, vacation. Yeah, no, it's the pro version. <laughs> it's oh. all. A, I, don't it's have, a, I don't have Stitcher Premium. It's I a can't tapestry. figure out how to get The big it. headline was she went to a bar. 
I went to a bar that closed. It's my favorite place in the bar whole world. Closed. Oh, okay. But under my breath, I said, and I'm mad at Enterprise. And they mm. skimmed over it, and I was totally fine with it. And then the, randomly. Everyone go back and a little Easter egg now. Yes. Randomly, a listener was going to work at Enterprise, and she, they heard it and said, how can I help? And I was like, I don't. I don't think you can help. This is, it's, they are accusing me of certain stuff. And okay. <laughs> all right. I Let's will all, say this you story have to has, say it, but we can guess. This story has so many details, except for you. You're like, uh, it was a tussle. Uh, there, they did some things to me. <laughs> like, I have well, no idea what the crux of the disagreement it's, is. It's more of, I, I don't want to give out too much information because she did help me and uh. they contacted me and they apologized to me. Oh shit. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, nice. So, so, and you're going to upload your W9 uh, to uh, the cloud, right? And let these and let the Scoop Troop help you do your taxes this yeah. tax season? Yep. Are they called the Scoop Troop or are they called Handbook Heads? I forget. I'm sorry. Scoop Troop. Uh, that, we well, don't know. We don't either. do any of that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You've learned that engaging with them is dangerous. No, we just <laughs> forgot. This salad power hour thing is like the most like yeah. of a concept we've had and we haven't even done it. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. I mean, I've I've eaten a plethora of salad. Mm-hmm. I do not feel well. I put the joke putting on the cute. Yeah, the visual gag of pouring all that dressing on the podcast didn't land. <laughs> and it just backfired. We all laughed. I was, I, I, I was loving it. Where do you guys see this show going in the next 10, 20 years? <laughs> 10, 20 years? <laughs> Probably to Patreon. For starters. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.